Welcome to Turns Out She's Psychic, the podcast. Spiritual musings, sometimes amusing. I'm Tracy. And I'm Laura. (laughs) Welcome, dear listeners. It has been a hot minute. It has, and it's my fault. I'm sorry. Well, not my fault. No. Not my fault. No. It's stuff. Stuff. We've done one, two, miss a few because, like, we've missed a couple recently. Yeah, both my fault. Apologies. No one's at fault. It's just, it's life and I know, but it is is a commitment and we do, we are committed. And so. Yes. I'm the one that let the team down the last two times. I don't like the way you word that at all because it's just circumstantial. It's not like you were going, I don't feel like it. Yeah. Do you know? Like I manifested it. No, that's right. So. It was an emergency and it was something that needed my full attention. And How are you going? How yeah. is the family? Good. Yep. Um, Harley is recovering very well. Yep. Um, I think um, just very blessed and uh, all those words, you know, lucky and mm-hmm. all those things um, that, that it wasn't what it was. Very nearly was. Potentially could have been really bad, but yeah. Harley was pretty clinically stable and managed to circumnavigate his way around worst case scenarios left, right and centre. So mm, Yeah, I don't it it was bizarre. Like even hearing doctors say well, the first thing was so funny, not funny, but you'll know what I mean when I say that. Um like hearing that he'd broken his trachea. And that he'd had a hole in his windpipe and then having every doctor and nurse that came in after that say, I didn't even know you could break your trachea and in all my years I've never even seen this injury <laughs> and all of these people just being fascinated, almost treating him like he was a, a freak show. A case like, study. Yeah, pretty much. And that was unnerving because it felt like for Harley and I, it felt that uh, we we weren't really sure they knew what they were doing. Yeah, well, how do you treat something that you haven't seen before? And they actually said that. Mm. that those were the words they were saying. Like, we're not sure how to proceed and we're waiting on a consult and all those yeah. kinds of things. You're just sitting there just thinking, well, fuck, if you, if you don't know what to do, yeah. then what, <laughs> we're really up shit creek. But when they said <laughs> it, like, my first response that. was, holy shit. And then the, very closely in brackets in my head followed by, of course this shit happens to me. Mm. Of course, because in my life, that's just the way it goes. There's always a story, always something different, always yeah. something no one's ever heard of before. Like it's just, it's just been the story of my life. And I just said to Harley, I'm like, I'm sorry, dude, but I feel like you're probably just a little bit like me. <laughs> well, all your kids tend to be like you. Yeah. Just a wee bit. Just a little bit. But... but um, you know, to hear them say too that they don't know how he was breathing, they don't yeah. know how he hadn't gone into some kind of, you know, much worse state. Um, Those types of injuries tend to be very severe. Mm, yeah. yeah. Um, and I and there was something and someone maybe multiple things looking out for us and watching over us and him yeah. more not us him because. Um, you know, at every time that we were sitting on like the knife's edge, um, he would move in the opposite direction. Yeah. And it, it, literally knife's edge because they were going yeah, to Yeah, they do... were about to open up. His... Well, normally, yeah, the way to fix that is an operation. Yeah. So they we were getting watched, ready to be transferred to waited. Sydney. Yep. Um, 
and I <laughs> I rang Laura, I rang you because mm-hmm. you had Alaska. Um, yes. I dropped Alaska. Uh, I, Alaska was at home and then I got Laura to come and pick her up from my place while we were in the ED because they were taking a little bit longer. It was a long weekend. It was a Sunday. Yes. and All the sports had just gone back that weekend. Yep. So every second ED's person in that. a block. Every second person in that ED yep. had a broken ankle yep. or two. Or had still a uniform on Correct. covered in mud. That's uh-huh. generally That's what it, it looks like. Yeah. I saw four people that I knew yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in the ED yeah. over yeah. the eight hours that we were in there for. Um, and so I rung you and I asked you to go and pick up Alaska to look out for her, um, and to have her because I didn't know how long we were going to be. And yeah. We had a pajama party. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, doing his, uh, x-rays and everything, we, we honestly thought that we would go in and he might have at the worst case scenario broken his sternum. Yeah. Because, or rib or yeah. Yeah. I thought like if it was ribs, I thought it was very high ribs because yeah, he true. couldn't swallow yeah. and he couldn't breathe Yikes. and he couldn't really talk. Um, and so I knew that it was something that was going to be throat or like right. upper chest related, sure. but not collarbones. Like yeah. everything kind of looked intact. It was really strange yeah. that it had to be something internal. Odd. Um, and so in sort of when they did the x-ray and that came back and they're like, we don't see any fractures or anything, but because of the pain and your trouble breathing and your oxygen levels, we're going to do a CT scan because we can tell something's wrong. We just don't know what it is yet. And then everything just moved so quickly after that. And I rang you and I just said, um, they're going to transfer him to Sydney. We're waiting for the, um, the surgeon to call back because it's going to be moved from an ENT thing to a cardiothoracic thing. And Laura over here, everybody in her typical fashion was just like, okay, yep, that's a medical emergency. So that'll be probably by road on ambulance. (laughs) You know, that's okay. I've got Alaska. And and like, so I was just like, okay, cool. Like not cool. Like I wasn't blase about it, but (laughs) the way that you said it was just so calming (laughs) and so in fucking control. So then like. Which is hilarious to hear you say that because I'm like, did not feel like that whatsoever. It was exactly like that. And then so like two days later when I'm finding out like really in hindsight being able to really see the severity of what we've Mm. just been through and how um, like every single surgeon or doctor that came up to see Harley because it was such an interesting injury, um, everyone had an opinion and something they wanted to say. And so when they would come up and say, we really need you to understand how serious this is and literally every moment matters in a step in the right direction, but it could very quickly go 100% in the opposite direction. And you need to know the the severity of this, which is why you're in the ICU. And Mm. it was a lot, but obviously not really knowing the medical field, um, you don't, you don't go where your mind can only go where it can go. It can't go to places that it doesn't know yet. You don't know what you don't know. And so it wasn't until sort of two, three days later when I started to really put all of the things together and I rung you and I was just like, Hey, (laughs) you're like, you said that was whatever. And you're like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I said it was a medical emergency. And I'm like, yeah, but that's not what I heard. Like what I heard was what I felt. Yeah. And what I felt was you just being cool, calm and fucking collected. Well, how helpful would it have been to go, oh, my God. Well, it made me feel that Which it is wasn't... what I said inside. I did say that inside. But how helpful is that down a phone when you're in hospital already been waiting all that time? Well, like... do you know what I was thinking? And, and I totally agree with what you're saying and I get it. But what I was thinking about was how interesting it is that when you ring someone and 
someone who doesn't have your experience, for example. So say if you were my best friend who wasn't you, like mm. wasn't a nurse and, and in ED and in surgical and all that kind of stuff and didn't have the exposure that you have an experience. If like, so for example, it was Shannon from Turns Out She's a Witch. You know, if I rung her, it'd be like, oh my fucking God, like, are you okay? What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? And is he going to be okay? Do you need me to do anything? And you didn't do that. It was not helpful. I no. had Alaska. That was fine. You didn't need to worry about anything else. You yeah. were where you needed to be and they were taking care of it. Listen to her, would you? <laughs> it was just. <laughs> but do you know what? It's, it's funny how like different Took my people. out. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it, how it incites certain things. Like mm. when I came back in off the call, because I hadn't been able to get a hold of Matt because he was away for the yeah, weekend right. in the and middle of fucking whoop whoop. Yeah, 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 on a farm with yeah. our other son yeah. on a boys' weekend, which he hadn't been on. They've been planning for so long yeah. and it's like he's one weekend away and I'm yeah. ringing him to say, sorry, you need to come back because we're about to go down to Sydney for your son to be, like, cut open and have his life saved. Yeah, that's being dramatic there, Tracy. Very dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Essentially, Essentially, on. well, yeah. it's what could have absolutely yeah. happened. Yeah. Um, I didn't say that to him and I wouldn't no, say that to him. No, I know. Him. But it's interesting just how like certain people have different reactions and then what that causes you to do because I came mm. back inside and I remember thinking to myself, I remember taking a really deep breath and holding my breath walking from the ED back into the ward. Like that whole space, I held mm. my breath and I tried to connect to your calmness. I'm oh. just like, oh, that's just calm and I'm going to take some of that calmness. Yeah. And then the door opened, the sliding door opened and it let me in and then like closed and then I ran. I ran straight back to the pediatric ward because I'm like, I just can't be with, I can't leave him alone. I yeah. can't not be there. Yeah. Um, but in hindsight, it's just really interesting to hear the words you were saying, not matching the feeling that I was feeling mm. from you. Mm. Like you're like, yes, that's a medical emergency and they'll probably transfer him by ambulance by road. And what's the surgeon's name? And I was like, Dr. Quo. Thing. Yeah. It was such an intentional thing to On your behalf. stay calm. Yeah. <laughs> So 100%. I'm so thankful for it. And I think, um, but at the same time. What did it give you? A full sense of security. Yeah, yeah, yeah big time. In hindsight, it's just like, fuck you. Like, oh, you, you could have said, Tracy, this is really bad and you need to get your shit together and you need to be okay. And <laughs> which would not have been helpful and no. wouldn't have made you feel helpful. But it's just like, it's so funny how what you said and what I felt. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not your fault. Did I manip manipulate you a no, little bit? No, you did exactly what you're trained to do. Yeah. And you did exactly what obviously I needed. Yeah. But it's just, I mean, I sat there in that ICU for days with so much time on my hands to think about all these th things that have been happening. Reacting. Yeah. The way I would have. Yeah. And it's like. Wouldn't have been helpful. No. But like and the way to we say were just like. breaking it down. Like everything was taken care of. You were where you needed to be. Mm. And that's all you needed to focus on. Yeah. You had enough on your plate in that moment for <laughs> me to just go, oh, my God, that sounds <laughs> awful and it's really serious and it's so bad. And but I rang you afterwards like a couple yeah. of days later and I said this to you mm. and you were like, oh, I'm pretty sure I said it's an, a medical emergency. Yeah, and I'm like, I yeah, but it was words. the way you said it. <laughs> yeah, and I still got in trouble. <laughs> you calmed me down. You didn't like worry me with a medical emergency. So you you need calmed to go me down about, about the medical emergency. What I heard and what I felt was everything's fine. <laughs> Everything will be handled <laughs> in the best way possible right now. Yeah, I guess the moral of this, what I'm trying to say, we've, I've gotten completely off track with it. The moral is that it's really funny how 
Your language, the words you use, how you say them and how they make people feel can be so different when it comes to like traumatic experiences or when things are happening. Especially when you're in that pressure cooker. Yeah. Becomes even more important. And just seeing my son who's, you know, just turned 16, have people speak to him in certain ways and um, say certain things. Yeah. And just, it's just language and the way that people express themselves has just been a huge topic for me over the last week and a half and how we do it and when we do it and why we do it all of Mm. those things the more we can step away from just being a ball of reactions when we can look at that and witness that and observe that and then take an extra beat to go into a response rather than a reaction yeah then that is ideal Mm -hmm. let's take it's um also like makes me think about text messages, like when you text someone and they 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 read it with a different tone of voice or read it in a different way. Yeah, well, a lot gets lost. Yeah, when it's just a text message, mm. communications just everything, isn't it? And mm. really saying what you want to say and yeah. matching it all up. Yeah, I, I think that's yeah. You can't beat the in person chat. Yeah, because I would have seen it all over your fucking face. <laughs> You would have. I would have. And I did get off the phone because Matt and I were just right here and I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) And because your husband's also, like your Maddie's in the medical field as well, so he would have known exactly what you knew. Yeah, which is, again, it's rare but it's serious. Yeah. Yeah. And I've also had a auntie that's had a a really bad time of things with a very similar Mm. um, circumstance. So, yeah. I was aware of how bad it could go. Yeah. I'm glad you well were. aware. <laughs> Anywho, so that's a little that bit was of. clueless <laughs> of this medical emergency. <laughs> this is, um, so I'm glad we're catching ourselves up and our listeners up with the goings yeah. on. Anyway. The ins that, that, and outs. Yeah. So it was quite serious. It was very yeah. stressful and I'm sorry that. You don't I had to miss no another apologies. week, but we had to miss another week. Yeah. There's no apologies required and I'm sure every one of our listeners are sending thoughts and everything like that because we have such an amazing bunch of listeners and you guys are incredible so the social media support and dms from people that listen to the podcast and everything was just next level yeah and like i was off my phone a lot Mm -hmm. during the time i just couldn't be on it yeah i needed to not and you're not allowed to have a phone in your hand all the time in hospital anyway so and i just never wanted to take my eyes off my son you were sticking with what was important yeah Mm. i I was like on high alert i couldn't even sleep i was just like no no because if i sleep i know shit's gonna go down yeah and plus hospital sleeping is just shit yeah um but yeah, so when I, like at like three o'clock in the morning, when I tr- was trying to stay awake, I would go on TikTok or I would <laughs> yeah. finally check my DMs. My, yeah. The danger of me checking my DMs is that work will get into my head. Yeah. And my, I was just flooded, flooded with the most amazing things. Like the even love, just people support. from overseas, just yeah. like, I'm not a healer, but um, I went to church on Sunday and I prayed for your son and for oh, your family. And, so beautiful. Oh, just yeah. amazing. Just, just outpouring. And then they took their time to be able to send yeah. me that message as well. Not not just being able to say the prayer and, mm. you know, acknowledge, but also to take the time to tell me that they've done that. Just so beautiful. Yeah. So lucky. So you've been busy. Busy. What's new, huh? Yeah. <laughs> What's new? Well, I'm going to tell you um, a little story right now. Ooh. And it's not new. It's been sitting here for a while, but I have been in touch with our dear listener, Jessica, mm-hmm. who was uh, very generous with her time, actually, and has tapped out a fairly uh, lengthy and awesome email 
and supplied some photos that you've got to take a look at. Um, So without further ado, now that we're all caught up on (laughs) (laughs) the ins and outs that life tends to happen sometimes and that's okay I'm glad that every everything's settling down and moving forward so mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you a little story thanks Jessica hi Laura and Tracy in bracket Stacy my name is Jessica I'm reaching out to you from America first I would like to thank you for your insight I too have had weird experiences from out-of-body experiences to seeing apparitions knowing of things that do come to happen sometimes from dreams but now I'm having more of my visions come true when I'm awake No one to date has really been able to advise me of what has happened to me so long ago. I kind of just want to confirm if this is a sign of being a medium of some form. I believe it is. Also as well as a warning and to bring awareness to others regarding such a thing if they also have this capability. So we might just, you know, go right back to the start when you respond and try not to miss anything out. I'm going to have to remember the questions. Yeah. Or do you want to respond to that now? Not not? yet. I need to hear the rest of it. Yeah. Fair call. All right. I know not everyone shares the same experience, but maybe Tracy Stacy can help me identify and confirm further as to what happened to me. Again, I would like to thank you for creating such a show. You have seriously helped guide me in so many ways and I have had similar experiences that I can identify with that has just been the best guide from afar. Hmm. For example, I had listened to the episode regarding the clairvoyance and dream state for clairvoyance type of people. I laughed so hard when Tracy explained how she was woken at midnight by her husband all because she was having a dream where she was talking really fast for 30 minutes. I lost it because I too once had a dream that I was talking to Oprah and when asked about it, my now ex-husband who asked me the next morning if I had had a dream about Oprah the night prior, I laughed and said I had. Why? He then laughed and said, well, you had a 30-minute conversation with Oprah. (laughs) He advised me that I was really animated talking with my hands and everything. That's so funny. I have dreams that I talk to Oprah too. Isn't it funny? Oprah and The Rock. Oh, wow. Um, um, The, um, what's his name? Prince William. Yeah. Like the royal family. Like sometimes, but they're usually all in the dream. All together. Yeah. Not all of them talk, but they're usually all there when I'm talking. Wow. That's so cool. Um, And there's been a couple of others too. I'm just trying to think of who they are. Anyway, keep going. I love it. Mm, It's weird. Um, But it's so real. It's yeah, like feels real. It I'm connected, but it's on a friend level. Yeah, okay. It's like we know each like other. Like your kin. Yeah, like mm. we just get each other. It's I love that. Weird. It's it's weird, but so it's, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the laugh and the ability to relate a bit. I could also relate to episodes of Texas. I think she might mean Miss Texas. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Thanks, Miss Texas. We haven't heard from her for a while. No. How you going, Miss Texas? Yes. We love you. We miss you. All right. Regardless, my question is about 14 years ago, I was at this house in my local area. This house is a big red building that has now been converted into a fourplex for apartments. At the time, my friend's boyfriend was the one with the place. Ironically, my friend's name is Stacy. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. She's also intuitive too. (laughs) I remember going to her then boyfriend's side of the fourplex where they had said to me that the building is super haunted, super old and was supposedly the first brothel house of the area. Wow. (laughs) My friend advised that the woman, that the women would stay upstairs and then men would gamble downstairs with her ex-boyfriend in agreement. I didn't believe my friend entirely because I thought 
I thought she and him were trying to pull a joke. I also don't know if I truly believed in her or other things in general. I knew stuff was real, but at that time I never thought things could happen the way they did. I remember it started with the meeting of my now ex-husband. One night we had a party with friends. My ex and his friend, who happens to be my friend's now ex-husband as well. (laughs) The guys had placed a couch on the back of the apartment entrance. There's a deck. In the process, as I was sitting there getting to know my ex, I had this thing, in brackets, I call it thing because, well, I don't really know what else to call it, decide to lick me between my breasts. It was invisible. No one could really see it or feel its energy, at least from what I remember. And I feel a little more in tune now than I was back then. Mind you, the licking sensation is happening as I'm talking to friends. I am sitting on the couch they put out the back. He is the ex, is leaning on the deck railing while I have another girlfriend of mine sitting to the left of me. My right arm is resting on the arm of the couch. The thing felt like a dry cat's tongue licking me. That is the best way I know to try to describe it. The tongue was every bit the size of a human's tongue or bigger. It was able to lick me beneath my clothes and bra. I fidget and even reach down my shirt a couple of times and shifted my body some more to make it stop. Because, mind you, I am near others trying to keep my face straight, thinking I'm imagining whatever was going on. When I did this, it seemed to stop for a moment until the in, in uh, bunny is dry licking sensation <laughs> moved to my oh, right hand, wrist and forearm. I again fidget with my other hand to stop the weird sensation just to have it move to the back right side of my neck where it licked me some more. (laughs) Oh, yuck. It really was the oddest sensation. I'm glad it's like dry cat's tongue though, not like wet, like dog's tongue, whatever. Yeah, and hot breath. Yuck. (laughs) I know ghosts and other spiritual entities are not supposed to do that, but it did. I don't know why or how come. I know my spirit guides are supposed to protect me as well as Jesus slash God. I don't know if it penetrated my bubble because I unintentionally telepathically communicated or just had the fear factor set in. I then rubbed my neck where sensation, where the sensation was. I was freaked. One second. Yes. So a few things in that, that I'll probably forget because I'm like gathering like bullet points. I've got to remember. Um, one is um, there is no supposed to. Yeah. So, um, and this is just semantics, I guess, but uh, spirits, it's not that they're not supposed to. It's just that most don't because it's very rare that, that the ones that are going to do shit like that will do shit like that. Yeah. So it's not that they're not supposed to. It's just that they don't because they wouldn't have done that in their human form. So most of us don't come across people in our lives who would go and do something so Lickers. <laughs> Don't come across like boob sweat lickers. Yeah. And so what you would do in your human self, you would do in your spirit self. And what you, you don't do in your spirit self, what you wouldn't do in your human self. No, I sort of read it as though she was thinking that her spirit guides were supposed to protect her. So they were supposed to make, Mm. I thought she meant that they were supposed to stop whatever was doing that from doing that. Yeah. But at the very beginning when she said, I know spirits aren't supposed to do that. Yep. So spirits will do the same things that they would have done in human form. Oh, I'm with you. So if you're an asshole as a person, then you're going to be an asshole as a spirit. Yeah. 
if you were a thief as a person, you're going to yep. be a thief that, as a spirit. That same energy is imprinted on Correct. the behaviour and actions, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. Okay. Um, if you were a rapist as a person or a murderer as a person, then in spirit, and this is part of my fascination with serial killers, but in a spirit form, the then they will take through. advantage. Yeah. They, they will be the touches, the lickers. Low the, vibrational sort yeah. of. Uh-huh. Um, and... Then the next part of that was the spirit guide's supposed to do oh, God's okay. supposed to. Yep. There is no supposed to because um, they will only do what you tell them to do and right. I don't think you would have told them this at this point. Yeah. Um, because we only put up the boundaries that we think we need. We don't think we're ever going to have to put up a boundary to someone stop licking us from the boobs or the wrists or the back of the neck. Yeah, true. You know, so it's something about boundaries with with our spirit guides. It's so specific with the way that we – yeah. Great word. So the intention and the specific specificity, that's the word, ah. um, around what it is that we don't want. Makes sense. Yeah. And you would not think yeah. to set that boundary. Yeah. <laughs> because what the Why fuck? would you yeah. stop these? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's not Ooh. so much just for Jessica. It's yes. more just for people so they know. Good. Yeah. Like a spirit as is human as is spirit. Mm. Um, and you can kind of expect a bit of hey, hey, hey mm. from spirits if they were a bit hey, hey, hey as people. Yeah. Because there are some fucking weirdos out there. Yeah. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if Jessica probably has a bit of an underlying theme of people trying to take advantage of her. Ooh. Um, so her boundary would be specifically not about spirits not touching her or licking her tits. Yeah. It would be, or between her tits, <laughs> yeah. it would be um, protection from people taking advantage, including yeah. spirits, but not just spirit, be humans too. And given the fact that this is from 14 years ago, it's stayed with her, but she's probably gone on and done lots of probably. work on she's this. It sounds had, like it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Ooh. Thanks. I'm going to read on. The way that you okay? just said that sounded like something just licked your boobs. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> so gross. Ooh. Okay. Um, I was freaked out enough that I got up and moved entirely, all the while giving me the chills. But it left me alone after that. Life goes on for about three, two to three and a half months. I then start seeing, dating my ex more. And through this, I am around more and more odd things start happening. Him and his friend find an old dresser out on the street with a mirror on top. Now again, this is what they told me. I don't really know where the dresser came from. I choose to believe that it came from outside like they said, but I don't know for certain. They feel it's nice enough to keep and think it's good to have in their apartment, to store clothes, etc. I'm over on Halloween night. Oh, God. It's our pub crawl night for All Hallows' Eve. Go oh, figure. So Lol. <laughs> I am dressed as a witch. Of course you are. I wanted to take my ex to the downtown pub crawl since they live close to it. As I am there, I step in the middle of the room. So, you know, the plex on this side has three rooms that are in a straight line, front, centre, back. The back has the kitchen and side door to the bathroom to the right and is where the back deck main door is. The middle room has the door to get to the basement. Again, is more off to the right. The front has a main actual house entrance from front of the building where you can see the swing out on the front porch. However, with the unique setup, the main entrance that is used is typically the back door since that is where a person parks their car. The middle room at this time is where they have the dresser located. 
I am opening my first beer. As I'm about to open it, I look into the mirror at my reflection as I am doing this. I have a white fog set over my eyes. My stomach is churning like I want to vomit, but I won't. It's really different from an actual vomiting sensation, but it's the best term I know how to describe for others to relate as to what my body is physically feeling and going through. Along with that change, I am looking through the fog and have a crazy headache sensation. Again, not like a normal headache sensation. It's just the best way I know how to describe it. My vision gradually gets cleared up until my eyesight is back to being clear, but I'm seeing my reflection morph into another woman's. She has dark circles under her eyes that seem to be hollowed out. She's all pale and white, like the dead pale and white. She has thin white lips. She is yelling at me. She is wearing black. Her hair is fizzed out and all white, like she stuck her finger in a light socket. <laughs> she is yelling. I can't hear what she's saying or what she's trying to communicate. It seems she is chanting. I freak out because I don't know if she's cursing me or what even my body and mind just experienced. So as all of this is happening, I am also pulling away from the mirror. As I do this, I see in my mind's eye her showing me a black and white picture of what she may have looked like when she was 23. The number 23 was the number that came to me versus what was being shown to me. She was more pudgy or thicker for that era, but she did have a pretty round face in her younger years. Mind you, by this point, I pulled from the mirror. Um, I pulled I pulled from the mirror and I freaked, believing I was hallucinating or I had drunk way too much when I had not even taken a single sip of my open beer. I told my ex about it, who was there on the back deck entrance smoking a cigarette, which probably was a bad idea at the time, but as I freaked out, I really thought I was crazy. About a month or less goes by. I still don't quite believe what happened to me or that really anything can happen like that. The dresser is now moved to the front room. I had an intimate night with my ex. It was close to 3 a.m. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not needless to say, after our moment, my body is near the mirror where I'm standing in full view, but on the edge of it. Again, as you, as you can see my reflection, my ex comes up behind me to wrap his arms around me from behind. But at the place I'm standing, his body is not shown in the mirror, only his arms. As he's doing this, I again feel the fog sensation occur, along with all the other sensations. I look straight ahead as I internally say in my head, oh no, not again. So I asked my ex, thinking about that night, if he could see my reflection in the mirror. In short, he didn't. By the time all the seconds minutes have unfolded, my reflection has now morphed into another female. She is a corpse in the mirror. She's thin and white-boned, skeletal-looking. Her cheeks are sunken in. She has long, dark hair and is dead just like the other lady. However, for this one, I don't pay attention as much to her appearance or what her physical reflection is showing through mine because I know if I look at what she looks like in the mirror, it is not good. At this point, uh, she's showing me a movie inside my mind's eye. She shows me what she used to look like. Best person to compare her appearance and beauty to date would be the actress Liv Tyler. Hmm. She's taller than me. Her hair is darker and longer than mine. She has creamy white skin, almost porcelain looking, ruby red lips, ruby red dress. I want to say it has a sequin on it and ruby red nails. I didn't think they had the makeup and nail polish like they did in this era or sequins. I have never truly looked to know for sure. So through this vision, I guess I might be wrong. 
In the movie, she's showing me in my head she is dancing with another guy or has someone holding her the same way I was being held from behind. As she's being held this way, she shows a man who is jealous or obsessive and jealous of her. He has a gun and shoots the guy that is with her in the head, I believe, and ultimately her. But my ex had ripped the mirror off the dresser, pulling me out of my trance before I could see anything more, saying, that was not you, that was not you in my arms. He explained how he saw the dead corpse and what she looked like with her actual reflection when mine should have been there. But it was hers. Meanwhile, I had the beautiful image of her in my head of what she was showing me through the movie of what her last few minutes alive were. Even as she was showing me all that, it was odd because it was like she wanted to be me. She wanted to be alive again and through me where it creeped me out. This incident had deeply haunted me for years. As I've grown in the last few years of my spiritual abilities and understanding, I have realised when someone says it's impossible, don't doubt it because nine times out of ten it is real. I now understand why they have some of the wives' tales of covering mirrors when someone dies, etc. Why maybe people should never play Bloody Mary or call out for things that are just not good. Did you ever play Bloody Mary? No. I did all the time. Of course you did. (laughs) Because I do believe a mirror can show a visual of others through a person who is a medium or show the medium's physical appearance change. But again, I don't really know if that is what happened to me. Which is the part, which is part of the reason why I am messaging. Now, could the mirror have been practised on before with whoever practised it on the curb, whoever placed it on the curb, maybe, providing that is where the guys found it. Now, my friend had made a comment not too long ago suggesting the mirror was in the basement because according to her, that is where they found it. True or not, I don't know because my ex said they got it from the curb. I personally believe that no, the mirror has to... I personally believe that no, mirror has to have anything special done to it. What does that mean? A mirror does not have to, oh, so nothing special has to be done to the mirror. The mirror does not have to be a black mirror. It does not have to be a mirror that people put a spell on or try to use. It does not have to be like that for potentially others to see a medium morph into another person. I think it will add to the cool effect if it proves it could happen to someone like Stacey Tracy, if willing. <laughs> Let's do an experiment. Yeah. <laughs> However, I don't know enough to know if this would be a good or bad idea. <laughs> do you honestly think that Lara would be involved in that experiment? No. no. <laughs> it's getting it, better, but not that better. No way. Light years away from that shit. If it would open up to other things. Um, yeah, I don't know if it would be a good idea bad idea if it could open up to other things but I thought it would be a cool idea to try for the fun effect of seeing such a thing just to know holy hell so much fun you've got a great sense of adventure <laughs> uh, Jess well when it's happened to you it's a little bit different yeah I suppose it's, it's yeah. what you are or who you are it's yeah. just a little bit different a little less freaky the freaky stuff's happened to yeah. her by the sounds of it yeah I'm sharing to see if others have had any similar situations. Get on, dear listeners let us know I feel like when I started looking into mirrors it kind of It went kind of darker and there really just is not a lot of information about such a thing. I also felt it, I also felt if I did more digging, I would be opening myself up more. Yeah. And I'm still not sure if I'm ready for that. 
I feel I have more understanding now than I did then, but still I have a lot to discover and uncover. Also, does this mean when a person does this, can it allow them to get or become possessed? Because the second lady really wanted to be me. I felt her want and yearning. If I am meant to be someone who can truly channel others, I am happy to do it, but only for good and when needed. I don't want my soul to be overtaken by something evil or bad. I do and have learned to lean on my spirit guides more since really listening to your guys' podcast. Mm. I still think I need to connect more, but I'm not, uh, but I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm doing it right and enough. Your three claps for me have also helped a lot, especially when evil or negative spirits and or thoughts that I know are not mine. I have also noticed I'm less fearful at times since listening to your podcast, since I have a better understanding. Another thing about this house was that I visited the basement. I don't recall if I visited the basement before, after or between the two mirror encounters. The apartment, the apartment was not really remodelled or updated much. When I went down to the basement, it had a dirt floor and showed someone had lived down there maybe. It seemed like it was a priest slash priestess or someone just not good, which I thought odd. Like who would live down there? If anything, it felt dark and evil, but I didn't truly really understand. There was a crucifix that the guys had brought up oh, that had a smashed face of Jesus and some other things. But again, I don't really remember all the things they brought up since it was too long ago. I just remember the crucifix. As, most, as of most recently, I watched the documentary called Demon House by Zach Baggins with Ghost <laughs> Adventures. Yikes. <clears throat> Through this, I saw the house's basement in that documentary and what they described. It brought back memories of what it sort of had looked like in the dirt basement of that red house so long ago. Thus, it brought me to revisit memories to get answers. In total, at that house, I saw a total of six ghosts or spirits, including the two women in the mirror. Any insight or help, especially with what was happening to me with the mirrors and when my body morphed into those women, would be greatly appreciated. Um, okay. Oh, I should have just proofread this a little bit before I went on, but it was just, it was just like, this is a little dis disclaimer. I might just add in here about the movie Demon House, <laughs> um, because some weird stuff has happened to her since she read it. And, um, she's just sort of wanted to warn people about if you watch that movie, be careful, like make sure you're setting your protection and all of that. Like someone like me, no chance of watching that, but. Okay, Zach so listener beware. Oh, okay. So definitely listen to beware and be careful if you go down that route. Anyway, as well, what was the thing that licked me? Was it demonic? I'm assuming it was. Why is it that I appear to be sensitive over others, especially when something seems to be demonic based? Sorry for the long message and I hope I can attach the pictures of the house you have. Tracy's seen them. It will be very soon Tracy's turn to talk. Um, yes, so all the PSs are just talking about the house and all of that. Um, so, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think it's your turn to talk. <clears throat> okay, so 522,000 questions. Yeah, and thank you, thank Jessica. You. Like, great That's, email and, yeah. like, what a ride. Entertaining yeah. and glad it was her and not me. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, same. Um, like, I've not had half of those things happen to me before. No um, leaks. 
but I know a lot of people who have had similar things. Sure. Um, and I'm going to try my best. I don't have all the answers, but I'm just going to try my best. Yeah, of course. That's what this podcast is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, um, first of all, in terms of mediumship. And Jess. Yep. Mm-hmm. And also just for people to know in general. Sure. Yeah. Just because you can see spirits does not mean that you're a medium mm. or, or meant to be a medium. Okay. Um, seeing spirits is just clairvoyance. Right. It doesn't equal mediumship. Mediumship is the ability to be able to raise your vibration or raise your conscious and your freak, your consciousness and your frequency up to a level where you can communicate with the spirit that you see. So the closest thing that she got to that from what I saw in the email, like um, there might be other things that just haven't been included, but yeah. the closest thing that I can think of that is a great example of this is when she said at 23 years old, yeah, it wasn't a number that I saw, it was just a number that came to me. So that is claircognizance. However, and that doesn't mean you're a medium either, but you have to have all of the clairs to be a medium or some of the clairs to be able to be a medium. So yeah, cause that's your language. <laughs> correct. Right. And so there is a teeny tiny little bit of um, mediumship moment happening there, but Going it doesn't on. mean that you're necessarily a medium. It could mm-hmm. just be that you've got the clairs working mm-hmm. because mediumship is specific to um, it's like a science. Mm. And so Quite often it's not the case. It's just that you've got your psychic abilities happening. Yeah, very sensitive and very capable with that sort of stuff, especially she hasn't mentioned that she's ever tried to sort of train them or Mm. develop them. They're her innate abilities. Yep. Mm. So, and and that was almost kind of very close to what I was like when I was younger, except it was all the time and I knew what they were saying. It was like that on steroids. Yeah, Um, with more input. Yeah, and I and I could make them be there. Mm-hmm. Like I could just ask them to be there and they'd be there. And yeah. I could tell them to go away and they would go away. Mm. Um, so it was, um, I guess, just steroids really, yeah. but similar. Certainly capable. <clears throat> so for those of you who are listening, and not so much just Jessica, but for those of you who are listening who see spirits and maybe like hear them speak or know what they're trying to say, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're a medium or that you should like um go into mediumship or go down that path yeah um, because it is a very different thing um and it's something that you it takes a lot of practice and a lot of discipline um it's not it's not simple Mm -hmm. so that's the mediumship side of things I think Jess has probably got what it takes to be able to be a medium but there'd have to be uh, a lot of unlearning before there would be learning. Right. Um, and the unlearning, like I had to go through that too. It was like just what, um, it's almost like um, you put up with what you know. Mm. So like if you were brought up in a home where um, your the food that you were given at nighttime or whatever was all junk food, then when you go to someone's house that's got really nutritious, you know, healthy food that feeds your body and fuels your body, um, you don't know that that's what's available. It's just like, oh, is that is that what I could feel like if I eat those foods? Or is, mm. you know, that how much healthier my body would be if I ate that? You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And so you learn how to adapt to the unhealthy food. Mm. So it's the same kind of thing with mediumship and, um, and psychic abilities where you kind of learn a lot of bad habits 
uh, just to be able to maintain and satiate some of your experience, but just... Um, like just to survive kind of much. thing rather yeah. than intentionally hone something Correct. to like, perfect or whatever. You don't whatever. have to be open all the time. Yeah, You don't have to allow certain spirits in. Yeah. You don't have to yeah. give your energy over. You've just unconsciously gone about doing whatever it is yeah. you can do. Yeah. You've just adapted to yeah. what you know. And so it's just that you don't know anything different. So there sure. would be a lot of unlearning for yeah. Jessica. Got to deconstruct it yeah. all. Which is actually like, you know, for me personally, my unlearning was so welcome. Mm. When I found out that when I found out that I was doing that, I just learned a lot of bad habits just mm. through having no one teach me how to do mm. it. I was just given carrying on figuring yeah. it out myself. Yeah. Um, it was such a relief mm. to be Would able be. to just go, Oh, okay, so there's another eat, way. <laughs> yeah, I, I can eat good food and feel good rather than need to eat shitty food and, and fight for my energy or for my mm. sleep or for my concentration. Same kind of thing like yeah. the, in terms of the energy sources. So, um, yeah, maybe some unlearning, but I feel like Jessica's got a few of the factors that we look at when it comes to mediumship mentoring, for example. So people have to have some, oh, okay. have yep. their psychic abilities. To pretty, have a mentor, you mean? Like yeah. To, yeah, yeah. To be, like, to be mentored. mentored into yep. mediumship. Yeah. So, like, we would look at um, <clears throat> where their psychic abilities sit. Yep. They might not know what they are and they might not have them um, in their containers that they belong in, but that's really easy to teach someone that if they already know the experiences. Got the, yeah. And yeah, Jess sounds like sense. she's got nearly all of them. Wow. Yeah. Um, so that would be really easy and she'd probably feel so much better. It's like mm. cleaning the house. It's just yeah. like, oh, thank fuck, everything is where it's supposed to be. Ordered and, and it makes sense. I can yeah. see it. Mm. I feel safe with it and, uh, and I like sense. it. Yeah. yeah, it's tidy. Bit of structure. Yeah. And then once you collate those and then once you put your boundaries and obviously like depending on your exposure, where you are and who you're exposing yourself to and how you are, this is that whole preparation over recovery. So if you if I'm going into like a, a cemetery, then my level of cleanse, ground and protect is going to be next level compared to if I'm coming to Laura's house. Yeah. And I'm the I human am... shield here. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing penetrates this area. <laughs> yeah. um, not if I can help it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like if I, if I see clients all day, every day, then my level of cleansing ground and protection is different to if I'm not seeing clients for the day. So you just learn to adapt as you mm. need to go along. So it's just strategy and, and tools and techniques and things like that that would really quite quickly bring a lot of Jessica's questions into mm. focus. It's like the foundations, the practical yeah. applications Pretty of it much. All. Just the basics. And that would sure. change her completely in mm. terms of her experiences. Um, mirrors. So, um, oh, I think we've spoken before. I think we've done an episode about like when we bring things into our home that have come from other places, like yeah. antiques, um, or things Dolls. just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and so you've got to be really mindful. Like I'm pretty sure that the guys, when they brought in that furniture and things that they weren't saging it, that they weren't thinking to no. be able to cleanse the energy. Or if it was on the curb all brought up from the basement. Yeah. Either Yikes. way, either way, yeah. like, um, from pre-smashing Jesus face person yep. dresser. Like if that was that person. Sounds dark. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, so it sounds like a movie kind of. It but does. Yeah, or a movie to be made. Yeah. Um, so uh, first of all, people, please, like if you're going to bring in old furniture, even new furniture, because you never know who sat on the fucking thing in the, in the showroom. Who made it. Who made it where it's been stored, who drove it, who delivered it. You know, you just have no idea. Yeah. So please just like 
set an intention for a piece of furniture they're bringing to home, especially one that's got a mirror attached, especially like a, a reflective surface, even glass. Um, also, um, timber is like, if you can think about um, timber is, timber and wood are two different things. So timber is um, like what you use to build things. It's dead wood, essentially. Yeah. 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 And so you have to think about a tree, like a tree holds energy and retains energy. So mm. where was that, where, where was that tree? Where did it come from? So it's just, it, you just think about these things, especially if you are a sensitive. So if you are like me, they're what you think about. Mm. Um, if you're someone who's probably closed off or not really interested and doesn't give it much time, then you're probably not going to be affected by whatever the chair's doing anyway, or yep. the lounge or whatever, or the dresser. But also that dresser was holding their clothes and things too. So the clothes stay inside the drawers and then you wear the clothes and you go about your day. So there is, it's like contamination almost mm, of energy. Okay, yeah. So you have to be really mindful if there is activity in your home, you have to backtrack your steps and you can't be too careful when it's shit like this that's going down, like cat tongues licking your boob sweat. Like you just... Weird. <laughs> and we'll get to that in a sec, won't we? We will. Yeah. So... Be mindful of that. Now, when it comes to mirrors and reflective surfaces, spirits love a mirror and a reflective surface. There Mm. is something that is... I have um, so many mirrors in this house. Yeah. I do. Mm. But still, all good. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not a fan of a mirror. Mm. But um, um, we tend to... There's lots of... um, like Jessica does talk about how like when she went onto the web and everything and looked at it, it goes to dark places and it des- it necessarily does because yep. people just like to make it, you know. Exciting. Uh, yeah. Yep. And drama. And, yes. Um, it's, what's, it's what's clickbait, I guess. Yeah. Um, but essentially mirrors is um, like a scrying tool, but also mirrors, if you think about it, mirrors have a lot – of energy put into them. So if we take the Liv Tyler looking woman, Mm -hmm. for example, or even the frizzy stuck a finger in an electric socket lady, if we take these, then it's very likely that these two women, when they were alive, looked into that mirror. I was going to say that chest of drawers, they would have had to have been in front of that. Correct. For their energy to be there. Correct. Right. So... Not always, oh, okay. but in this case, yes. Okay. So remind me to sure. talk about the not always. I'll try to. I know. I have so many reminders. <laughs> you can keep um, going. <laughs> it's like I'm like in my mind I'm putting like all of these like, okay. Post-its. Post-its. Tabs. Or, yeah, like computer screens. Yeah. It's like I know I'm going to forget that that's there. Um, so um, there would have been a lot of time where they would have been talking to themselves, um, appealing to themselves um, crying to themselves, emotionally expressing themselves through a mirror because they're looking into their eyes. You know, it, it's a very common thing for people who are going through emotional trauma or um, extreme stress. You know, that's why if you look at a movie or you look at an image, if you were to Google um, like, you know, um, contemplating life's, you know, dramas or tragedies or whatever mm-hmm. you'll often see a picture or an image portrayed inside of a movie where someone's standing there in the bathroom with the door shut just staring themselves in the mirror going what I've the fuck am I doing I've definitely yeah. done that yeah so yeah it's like, what absolutely the fuck? you know I have yeah. never done it well, in my life yeah no I've definitely done that yeah so yeah. that's and that's it yeah. and so it's probably likely that these two spirits or 
however many others there are or were, um, had done something very similar but done it with so much intensity Mm. um, and so much um, desperation that the energy gets imprinted. So it's almost like getting um, like residual energy. Mm -hmm. Now, quite often the residual energy can feel so powerful that it's real, like it can look real, it can sound real, but it's not. They don't actually know that you're there. So the only thing that makes me think that it's a little bit different with this case with Jessica is the fact that she felt like that the the woman was, the Liv Tyler lady was trying to become her. Mm. Um, And that's where it's a little bit different. So the Liv Tyler lady might not necessarily have just been uh, existing inside of the mirror's energy. She might have just known that that's where Jessica could, she could show herself to Jessica in that way, but it's likely that that Liv Tyler lady was actually around the mm-hmm. plex anyway and so was just using the mirror as an opportunity knowing that jessica could see her and experience her rather than just form as an apparition in front of her and those circumstances maybe as well remember when jess mentioned that she was showing me an image of her standing in front of the mirror with a man behind her holding her the yeah. same way that jess was being held yep yep so i know you've talked in the past before about um that energy, like those certain conditions and circumstances will strengthen that energy mm-hmm. to come through. Yeah, makes it like more more alive or yeah. clearer. Yeah. Like the, the pitch is clearer. The pixels, it, mm. it, 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 the hologram becomes clearer because wow. you've got m- more of a clear sky or mm. like a clear channel. Mm. Um, um, but also mirrors can – and the reason why they're used for scrying is because that like they – they are believed to be able to reach other dimensions and other realms. So there is so much that is to be said to that too, but that, that tends to go to the dark side of, of, of the spiritual, y- your cultism. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's all about a intention, isn't yeah, it? The scrying bizzo. A lot. We were talking about scrying briefly this morning in another episode we recorded Aww. for Turns Out She's a Witch. Aww. Yeah. Must need to be doing an episode on it or something. That's next week. So that'll be okay. out next Tuesday. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's that. And then um, when it comes to, like Jessica's saying, I'm fine to, I'd be open to channeling if, you know, it was yep. all Helpful. Done. Yep. Um, it's usually not helpful. Mm, interesting. Uh, and channeling is very strongly advised against, um, like very strongly advised against, um, especially most so of spirits that you don't know their identity. Yeah. So if you can confirm the identity, then it's still not advised to channel, but it's less dangerous to channel if you know the identity. So would it be fair to say that channeling is a fairly advanced extremely skill best done by experienced people and even then so it dangerous. may be done with a lot of um, uh, caution. It's it's an, adv- an advanced intentional skill. Mm-hmm. Um, people with absolutely no experience whatsoever can channel mm-hmm. um, and can be taken over and possessed. It it's can. Rare. It's possible yeah, to absolutely. do it but not advised because It's of dangerous the, yeah, okay. because you don't know what you're doing and most of the time when that happens you, you haven't intentionally done it. It's just happened to you. It's the other it's intention, not your own. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, Good to so be aware. Even like um, it's an advanced skill to do it safely and correctly. Yeah. It's yes. probably the better way to say it. And even then it's dangerous to the advanced skilled mm-hmm. practitioner. Yeah. Um, however, it is almost 100% not helpful to a spirit unless you know the source. And anything that you do, any of our listeners, with anything that you do, you have that the basic number one foundation of connecting to anything other than your higher self is know your fucking source. If you don't know who it is or what it is and where it's coming from, no. I not, don't care who you think you are. Not for you. No, don't do it. Mm. You, you have no idea what you're playing with. It's just not worth it. Um, well, and shit can, can go be, down. Yeah, it can be dangerous. It can. Yeah. And whether it's dangerous in like a way that you believe it to be dangerous or not, it is. You know, you could you could start to become depressed. You could lose your energy. You could, in some cases, you could even become infertile, mm. male or female. Wow. It can infiltrate your dreams. It can start to make you sick. It yep. can cause dis-ease within your body. It is so advised against. Mm-hmm. So stay with your own self, mm-hmm. your own higher self. Yeah, because yep. channeling, like, honestly, it's it's such a show mm. um, and it's just, it's not going to be helpful. Mm-hmm. It's, it's more just for the human's almost um, entertainment. You tell us. All right. So now that we've, <laughs> now that we've got that clear. Um, okay, cat's tongue. Dry licking. Um, yeah, so that's really off-putting. Yeah. And what I will say is that for a, a huge time of my, like a huge con- like component of my life was exactly like Jessica described as the shit's happening and everyone's around you completely oblivious to the fact that you've got someone licking between your tits <laughs> yeah, and, and you're trying to carry a conversation. Like, what the fuck is going on? It's like <laughs> story of my life of being able to see things and hear things and smell things and know things and, and feel things and like outside, inside. It's just like, can anyone else see that? Yeah. It's like, did anyone else just hear that woman scream? No. Okay, cool. And like, <laughs> you just constantly have to be in this poker face state a lot of the time. <laughs> And, and, and know that you're not going crazy because you yeah. know, it's real. Like you've yeah, got a tough. huge, very strong grasp on the reality, but you're like, nah, man, this shit's happening. Wow. So it can be really interesting. Um, I've never had a cat's tongue like situation yeah. do anything like that. Um, but if the rumors are true that it used to be a brothel, and that it used to have unsavory characters, it goes back to what I said in the beginning about if a spirit was that way inclined as a human, then they're going to be that way inclined as a spirit. You reckon so, more spirit rather than an entity type thing? All one in the same. Because it sounded, didn't sound human-esque. Uh, well, they just morph. Like, oh, so when okay. you say entity, like yep. sometimes they gather. So it uh-huh. could be like a, a gang yeah. of um, frequent brothel Breast patrons. Lickers. <laughs> <laughs> frequent brothel patrons yeah. um, who kind of gang up together. Wow. Um, and Yuck. And morph and, mm. and use energies and do whatever they can. Um, also, you know, like when we feel things as a clairsentient, um, like whether we feel something physical or we feel something emotional or whatever, um, sometimes we're not like 
yes, it felt like a cat's tongue, for example, but sometimes we're not getting the full transmission of what it actually is. Okay. So it could have been a person's tongue, like a spirit's tongue. But it just felt dry. Felt dry. Scratchy and yeah. large. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it hasn't transferred fully through. Gotcha. So it's like when I hear a song play, sometimes I'll just hear the background music and I know it's got words and then I have to just wait for the, the words to be, I have to remind myself of the words that fit with that music because they've only given me the music when they could have given me the music and the words, the okay. lyrics. Yep. So sometimes the transmission okay. is just not fully done. And yeah. so what we think we're experiencing, which we describe because it's what feels to us, yeah. might not actually be what it is that's coming through. Yeah, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what it yeah. was for Jessica. That's good. Um, I have a feeling that that's that space, because I tried to connect to that space. I know the lounge isn't there anymore, that's for certain. But yeah. I've tried to connect to that space and there's things about it that have changed, I want to say, orientation um, and it's changed the energy. So it's really difficult for me to get back into that time 14 years ago to yep. go back there and understand. That's what I tried to do first. It reminded me of the photos because yep. there's descriptions. Did you read mm-hmm. the descriptions and yep. the photos? So do you want to have a little – is there anything in those photos? Because I know that there was a, a selfie taken of her and her ex, wasn't there? Yeah, so um, in the house I tried to look in all of the windows and everything um, to see if I could sense anything. I couldn't really. Um, I feel like I feel, I want to know when these photos were taken, like whether they were photos from back then or whether these are like recent photos that okay. she's taken and she's gone back to take photos of the space that she was trying to tell us about. Right. Um, because there are things about it that, um, that when I go there um, – when I go there back into the past, they're different to what I'm seeing here in terms of window furnishings. Mm. So like there's some windows that have got like strange um, like curtainy patterns and stuff and weird things sort of sitting reflective in the window and it's just not what I'm seeing when I'm remote viewing. Right. Um, so I would have to kind of, I'd have to know a little bit more about that but the only thing that I get is there is like a, um, I want to know, there's a picture and I want to, we're going to put these up. Have we got permission to put these up? Yeah, we do. One, two, three, four, five. The fifth picture along, which is that picture. Um, yeah, so it's like the front. It's a side of the, her view of the front. And yep. there's a blue garbage bin. Yeah, it's steps going down, side view of that. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. If that's the steps to the basement, oh. then um, that is the, that's the only picture that I pick up on energy and it's all in the basement. I do not pick up on any energy in the building. I only pick up on energy going down basement. into the basement. However, I get a complete block from my guides to say, don't go down there. Ooh. Um, and when I look at another... Um, we know that's never good yeah, <laughs> when, you, when you're blocked. I just don't, yeah, yeah, I just don't even bother. Yeah. Um, but there's also another angle of that of, of that and it looks like a like a white door to go to the basement. Or a white yep. door to go to something. Yep. Underneath. Um, and yep. there is something about that door that just, bleh, I don't like it. Irks you. I don't mm. like it. Um, however, if you look at the front picture, each side of the house has uh, stairs that go down to a basement. Yes. And so I don't know which side okay. was his, yep. but it is the side that's in that picture that's in front of the white car. Mm, okay. Um, so 
I feel funny about the basement. Um, I am going to listen to my guides and not bother. No, of course. Yeah. Then there is a picture that um, she has sent through, Jessica has sent through, that is a picture of her with her now ex-husband. I think, yeah. 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 Um, and it's a beautiful picture apart from all of the graffiti on the back wall. <laughs> and it looks like someone's tried to draw a penis with hair coming out of it. But anyway, maybe that's the tongue. I don't know. Anyway. Oh, could be. Um, and then there's another picture where apparently the photo was taken on his phone and then another photo was taken and he has sent it to her saying, what the fuck is this? And it's like a, it's like a, a, a an overexposed kind of photo image that has been taken after the photo was taken of them so like a selfie image is yep. is the overexposed one whereas the first one it was a photo taken of them by someone else because it's a far away photo right. the second photo is a hold the camera yourself and look into the camera and take a photo in the selfie photo it's really blurry and instead of just the two of them there's a third person and it's a woman and you can see clearly which one is jessica because she's wearing the glasses and it looks exactly like jessica from the previous photo but in the second photo, there is a woman in there too who is not even wearing glasses, looks completely different, looks a lot plumpier in the face and actually looks a lot like... The description of the first correct. woman. And that's what I feel. That is that that is like in the every... The version, the 23-year-old. Yeah, in every part of me. Whoa. And I feel like she's trying to just live vicariously through Jessica. She's smiley too, from mm. memory. Yeah. She's just... she's Having a great time, actually. Yeah. Big smile. And I think she just really liked the ex-husband. Oh, okay. I think he was probably very, um, very affectionate, we're going to say. Okay. Yeah. He's very touchy, very yeah. touchy feeling. Wow. And I think she liked that. Oh. Uh, but she, she well, was. So did the other one. She was, yeah, they were both women of the night. Yes. Okay. Um, so they didn't mind a, they didn't mind a good feel. A good touch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, definitely, definitely brothel vibes then from the Absolutely. Photos. Yep. Um. But brothel that's like um, fun. Yep. Not. Aside from the basement. Just stay out of the basement. Yeah. That, I think, completely different time. Okay. So it's like a completely different time in the history of that building. Good to know. Potentially even prior to the building was even born, like born, built. Built on top. So there might have been a basement attached to a smaller sort of. Yeah. There might have been something that happened underground. Yeah. Okay. Something. Okay, so the yeah. basement was older than the, the build. Mm, I don't know if it was a basement though. Right. Like it could have been the it could have been an underground bunker or something previous to the house to the to the plex being yep. built or something. Okay. But it's kind of like it comes from a different time. Like this was not at the same time as the brothel. Okay. Different time. Interesting. In yeah. And both those ladies would have used that dresser. Potentially. Yeah. Well, definitely the mirror. Yeah. Um, the wow. Liv Tyler lady might not have. Okay. She might Was have just, just used the it. mirror knowing that Jessica would Was see there. her yep. in it. Because mm-hmm. uh, wow. sometimes we are, there's a part of our brain that will not want to see things in the naked eye, but be happy to see it in a reflection. Really? Like, you know, when you're watching a scary movie and you cover your eyes, but you have a tiny little peek through your fingers. True. You're still seeing the same yeah. thing, but you're seeing it with a sense of control that, you can unsee it as quickly as you want to um, or like if because you're not being exposed entirely to it, there is some kind of level of safety that yeah. makes you okay. So same kind of thing with looking into a mirror, like what okay. we see inside the, 
inside yep. a mirror, our brain is more is less scared to see it in a mirror than it is in person. That's so fascinating, the psychology behind that. It's also like, I mean, if you think about it, it's like we can see tragedy after tragedy after tragedy on television. Yeah. But if we would actually see some of the things that we see on TV in real life, yeah. it would be a completely different experience. Oh, yeah, because you're in it and you're yeah. feeling all that energy. Yeah. And plus, we're so desensitized, especially yep. right now more than ever, one would argue, mm-hmm. with all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm. That email and this episode <laughs> has gone in so many directions and yeah, I have I been like here for it. I didn't even answer all the questions either. I just, uh, that was great. It was. It was fun. I yeah, like it. Yeah. I want more of those. Thank you so much, Jessica. Thanks, Jessica. And I hope it helps been too. Extremely patient because that's mm-hmm. been sitting there for a while, but yeah. I have been in touch with Jessica saying, We're getting there, or we're doing yeah. this, or we're doing that. And she's been such a great character and, and so supportive and so patient. So thank you. In, and even just connecting to her energy throughout all of that and because, you know, that's how, like, she yeah, would have known that's, that's what works. I do. Yeah. Um, and being able to go back into that past and being able to connect to her in some of the photos where I could see her face, like, just such a beautiful energy. Oh, like, really open yeah. and generous and kind and curious and um, inquisitive and fun and yep. playful mm. um, and, like, ride or die kind of girl. Mm. That's how she feels. Top like tip her. to protect herself a little bit more by the sounds. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yep. Boundaries. Yeah. Some people have just got to do it more than others. Yeah. It sounds like she's one of them. Ah, oh, we love you. We're here for Thank it. Thank you. Take care, everybody. Oh, and um, I just want to quickly let everybody know that on the 21st of May, Ooh, there is yes. a free event that um, there. So with Spirit Incorporating, which is my new business. Yes. Um, which we will talk about in much will. more depth we very, will. very soon. Um, there is a membership inside of there and it's called the sync membership. So sync is S for spirit, ink for incorporating. So sync membership. And this membership is an online uh, platform. It's a paid membership and it's basically an educational platform that is specific to the spiritual niche. So anything you could ever imagine is going to exist exist inside of there. So if you've got a question, there'll be something in there to answer it. There'll be like a a Alice in Wonderland adventure inside of Sync Membership. (laughs) Um, There's so many amazing facilitators in there with their own kind of magic. There's more people, right? Oh, it's amazing. Like it's getting so full. It's like (laughs) a little world that exists on its own. Um, there's short courses. There's also lots of rituals inside. So there's um, a full moon and a new moon ritual called Moon Sync. There's Season Sync, and there'll be a, there'll be the first one in June on June fourth, I think it is, um, which is a half day event which um, welcomes in winter and helps prepare us for the hibernation period. Helps prepare our energy um, for all those kinds of things. And then there's also a yearly event called Resync, which is my play on a retreat. Um, and there's so much community, Recent. Facebook Love groups, that. so much fun stuff inside it. But to launch it, um, we're having a free event on the 21st of May. It goes from 10 a.m. to 6 p. No, 20, 10 a.m. till 4 p.m. So six hours. Australian time. Australian Sydney Obviously. time. Sydney time. Um, and it's a virtual event, free tickets. Anyone can come. We've got um, almost 100 people already registered for the event. So it's going to be huge. Um, it'll For the full six hours, there's only a half an hour lunch break other than that there is something to do, something to watch, something to experience. I've got all of the people with their magic inside. There's cleansings, energy healings, meditation, sound bowl therapy, um, a body scan, Mm. raise your vibration tools and techniques. 
so much fun stuff. We're going to set some intentions. We're going to do a bit of manifesting. Um, so you can be there for the whole day. You can come in and out, you can do what you want, but jump on to spiritincorporating.com.au forward slash launch event. Um, or just go to my my socials and um, turns we'll, out she's psychic. We'll put a link in yeah, the show turns notes out as well. Underscore she's psychic and I'll pop it up there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get your free ticket. You just got to register. It's not going to do anything apart from register you. If you come, you come. If you don't, you don't. But I would love to meet people on there yeah. because I'm hosting it. Um, it's I am so pumped. I'm so excited. So I want to invite everyone there um, to experience it. And I can't wait. That's I can't not, wait to see faces. It's not far off. No, it's not. Three weeks, two weeks, three weeks, not even three weeks, less than three weeks. Mm. Very good. Well, that's exciting. And before we say goodbye, we want to shout out some wonderful Patreons that have showed their support for the podcast. Turns out she's psychic and turns out she's a witch. We said we were going to do this at the beginning and we didn't. We did. (laughs) We said it, but we didn't do it. But we love you. And um, these podcasts wouldn't happen without people like you good few so thank you so much we've got lydia melissa karen carolina and ash thank you so much and that's in addition to everybody else that's joined the patreon parties and we will put up a date of the next live q a we had a great time last month um yeah i love how open everyone is yeah they come on it's like Yep. Everyone's got something to say. Like we couldn't really get a word in edgeways because everyone great. was just talking and yep. so much fun. And wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. yeah. So good. Yeah. So good. So and we get to share you. each other's audiences with yep. witch and psychic and haunted. It's like everyone coming together to yep. share the love. So much fun. So if you're not a Patreon yet, consider it. Um, it's such a small kind of donation towards being able to help us produce this show because there mm-hmm. is actually quite a lot of cost that goes into it. Yeah. Um, and even if it was just our time that we had to pay for, yeah. it's ridiculous. But anyway, yep. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for listening. We love bringing Turns Out She's Psychic to you each week at no cost. So if you like what you hear, please consider supporting the show by donating to our Patreon. We are a small operation researching, coordinating and producing the show ourselves. Any amount is sincerely appreciated and helps offset the costs of making the show. As a thank you, we'll send you out some Tosby tattoos. We'll give you a Patreon shout out on the podcast. There's a monthly live Q&A, competitions and giveaways, as well as special book and movie review bonus episodes. For more details, please click the link in the show notes. Of course, if you want to get in touch, send us an email at tospsychic at gmail.com We welcome your ghost stories and any questions that you have for myself or Tracy. And we'd love it if you left a review and shared the podcast with your friends and family and give us a follow on Insta at turnsout underscore she's psychic. Bye-bye. Bye.